Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort Hay State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. Wow. You've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. Adams Brown. Strategic allies and CPAs. BTI. Your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI. Our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop. Dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. GNL Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs. And a good Monday afternoon. Welcome into another edition of Tiger Talk here along the Tiger Sports Network. Gerard Welbrock with you. We'll be chatting with head football coach Chris Brown until 1 o'clock. We certainly invite you to come on out and join us for lunch. They've got the grilled cheeseburger special today. In fact, we'll be going on all day. Always have great food and drink specials here at the Golden Q. You can check out their Burger of the Month. They're two blocks east of campus. The Golden Q, if the game's on, they're open. You can participate in the program. Send us a question. You can always tweet me at uh, Gerard Welbrock, or you can go to FHSUathletics.com and submit a question. Uh, just click on Fan Zone. You'll see a drop-down menu, and then you'll, at the bottom of that, find Tiger Talk. Submit a question, and if we use it, you'll be in the drawing for a gift certificate for some free food from the uh, Golden Q here at Hayes. We've had a couple co- uh, questions submitted this week. We'll get to those a little bit later on the program, and we'd love to hear from you throughout the show. Four-day state coming off a tough 24-14 loss Saturday night at home to the Broncos of Central Oklahoma. Tigers have dropped two tough ones in a row, and we bring in now the head coach, Chris Brown, and uh, we kind of touched last week uh, the frustration of the Washburn game. It probably is even doubly frustrating, kind of in a, a place Tiger football hasn't been in a while. How's everybody doing? Uh, we're hanging in there. Um, it's just, you know, welcome to the MIAA. Yeah. And, you know, that's just kind of the way things happen in this conference. When you look back at, you know, 17, 18, and even 19, you know, a lot of those games that we won were close games, and uh, we found ways to win them. And, and uh, right now we're just not finding ways to win ball games. And hopefully – you know, we would get things turned around, get with our kids, you know, today, you know, in, in meetings, you know, here at, at 2.30 and uh, just have a little little chat, a little powwow and uh, just try to change the whole attitude and, and, and get motivated again and, and try to find ways to win ball games. You know, it's interesting. The uh, You mentioned the MIAA, and it is. You look, teams that have success, I mean, they win a lot of close games. Even Northwest over the years, they won a lot of close games and, and had that knack to do that. The Massey rankings, which it's not the coach's poll, it's not the media poll, but it kind of compiles who you've played, their 
their power, strength of schedule, and all that. You're ranked 13th in the country in the Massey rankings. There are eight MIAA teams in the top 20. Kind of shows you the type of year it is and kind of shows you the type of team that it, you have. And, and, and I bring that up. You go back to 17 when you had the undefeated season. You weren't ranked forever, but you were ranked in the top 10 in the Massey for a good chunk of the year. So, again, it's a good indicator. You've got a good football team, just have not been able to, to, to close the deal and, and get those Ws. It is. We, we, I feel like we've got a really good football team. I mean, I think we've got a, we have a lot of young kids playing. I was you know, talking with Coach Harris, you know, <laughs> yesterday about this and you know, look defensively you know Devin White's a freshman um Ty Cooper's a freshman you know all these guys that are playing right now Mason Perez is a freshman and then you look at the defense um on D-line I mean White Silo never really has been played this is really his first year starting Dalton Coon's first year starting as well and we got you know Colin Gurley comes in there and there's just a lot of young kids you know across the board that are playing for us right now and and you know, it, it takes time to learn it. It takes time to understand our defense and, and what we're doing and, and playing comfortable. And then even offensively, you know, you look across the board, too. I mean, Bucky's had some rest, but it was Matt Wendelberger for all those years. And, you know, Soto's a new guy. And offensive line-wise, you got, you know, the really ones that played it are Mari and, and Pat, you know. And then you have Manny Ramsey and their other receivers are all brand-new guys. So we just have a lot of new guys, a lot of new faces that, you know, we're trying to figure it out, and they're trying to figure it out. And, It'll click. One of these days it'll click, and uh, hopefully it's this week that it clicks. You mentioned leadership in the postgame show a little bit, and, and that is always such an important thing. And, and it kind of goes to a little bit of what you're saying. You've got a lot of, I think, talented young players, but as far as team leaders, it's really not their time yet. It's not their role. There is a natural progression in, in, in leadership. It's not a huge senior class. It feels like maybe that has been some of the issues, and especially in tight games, who's going to be the guy to step forward and kind of lead you over the hump and get wins? It is. You know, we're still trying to find those those guys as well, and, uh, you know, with a lot of youth, but, you know, that's no excuse. We still got to go play football and win these games that we know. I feel like we should have won a lot of these games as well, And uh, but it is. And, you know, it comes down to leadership and making sure guys are accountable and doing the things that they need to do to, to win ball games, whether it's the weight room, whether it's the classroom, whether it's film study. Um, was knowing their assignments and doing their job and you know all those things go hand in hand and a lot of times I sit there and watch this I feel like we've got eight guys on the field playing and instead of 11 and you need all 11 guys doing their job and it's it was just a few here and there that are, that are kind of messing up or taking plays off or you know not get the job done so once we clean all that up we'd be pretty good right now but we just got to get all that stuff cleaned up and, and get better at it you, you mentioned after the uh, after the game physicality just don't feel your team has played the exception of maybe the Carney game, the second half of the Carney game, played to the physical way, both offensively and defensively, that you like. And then you look at turnovers, your negative and turnover margin. You've always been near the top of the MIAA. Um, you only have the one interception. You haven't created as many takeaways as you normally do. And I'm guessing those two things kind of go hand in hand. They do. And you, I mean, you watch across the board, you know, just you know, every team in this conference, there's, there's not a lot of physicality in, in the game of football anymore. I mean, a lot of the stuff's been taken away with – you know, we look at high school sports. I mean, there's not a lot of hitting in practice anymore. They can't do certain drills. Um, you know, they can only, I mean, there's only a percentage of the day that they can actually have contact. And that kind of goes with us as well. You know, and the board drills have been taken away. You know, some little things that, you know, is where you worked on your physicality has, has really gone away, you know, from the game. So I guess we got to come up with a better idea, better ways to, to bring that physicality back because that's something I bank on. That's something I, I put on our team, and that's who we are, and that's what we're known for. And, uh, we got to find a way to get it back, and a lot of it, you know, it starts in the weight room too. You know, our kids got to get stronger. They got to put on some weight, and you know that that strength and and, and confidence gives you that you know opportunity to be physical. Yeah, kind of on that high school. I mean, you're kind of now you're coaching guys 
who have kind of gone through their entire high school careers because before that, it's slowly changed with less contact. You see in college, it's even in the NFL. I mean, they don't hit nearly as much during practice as they used to. But this is kind of the first group of high school players that that's how it's been for their entire career. They really don't know any other way. I mean, it may be how football's changing, but yet it's still a physical game, and still the teams that hit the hardest and are the most physical tend to have the most success. Yeah, because on the field now, it's it's, one of the, it's all the best players, you know, and they're all big and they're all strong and they're all fast, and uh, you know the physicality of college game is a lot different than a high school game, and that's a big adjustment, you know, for some of these kids, and, you know, not doing it, and now, now they've gotten a year experience at it, they'll understand and hopefully get better at it, but you know, we got to find ways to bring it back into our into our practice somehow. Um, you know, we have, we have to follow the rules, of course. Right. But we just find ways to make sure that we get that physicality. You know, hitting one another, walking through each other, whatever it might be, just getting used to that contact again. Well, we'll certainly see if the Tigers can get things going. Uh, road game this week, they'll be in. Warrensburg taking on Central Missouri. They've been struggling in their own right. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll review some of the highlights from the game on Saturday against Central Oklahoma, and we'll also take your questions. If you want to get in touch with us, you can still do so. Ask the coach. Go to FHSUathletics.com. Go to Fan Zone. You'll have a drop-down menu. You'll see there at the bottom. Submit your question. If we use it, you'll be in the running for a free gift certificate for food here at the Golden Q. Tiger Talk is brought to you by GNL Tire and Automotive, where they've got tire for all driving conditions and budgets, along with complete automotive service and repair. GNL Tire and Automotive, they're just east of 8th and Main. They're on the bricks in downtown Hayes. We'll take a break. More with the coach as Tiger Talk continues here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Complete expert service and repair for whatever you drive. That's what you'll find in GNL Tire and Automotive. Over the decades, they've kept up with all the changes, and they always give you a free estimate and answer any questions you might have before any work is done. And of course, tires is in GNL Tire's name because they have a complete line of tires for all vehicles, situations, and budgets. GNL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. As an athlete, the one thing you dread the most is injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings 8 to 9, the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at the Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, part of the University of Kansas Health System. Your life is a story, a remarkable tale full of joys and sorrows, successes and failures. At Golden Belt Bank, we have this idea, a belief, really, that the best way to serve you is by getting to know that story, even becoming a small part of it. It's more than deposits and withdrawals. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit us online at goldenbeltbank.com, member FDIC. 
Fuller at quarterback slaps his hands. They're going to run an option. They pitch it to Waiters, and Waiters is going to take it into the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. The option between the two quarterbacks, and Vashon Waiters has his third rushing touchdown, and the Tigers drive it down and score on their opening possession. They lead 6 to nothing with 11.41 to go in the first. Yeah, welcome back to Tiger Talk. We are live today at the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus. They'll have the games on tonight. American League Championship Series, of course, Monday night football. So come on out, have yourself a great burger, and watch some football and baseball here at the Golden Q if the game's on, they're open. Yeah, good start for the Tigers. They score a touchdown of their opening drive. Seven plays, 73 yards. Vishon Waiters on the one-yard run. I got it, went back and looked. You've scored touchdowns in your seven games you've scored on your opening possession in five of those seven games they've all been touchdowns but yet you're two and three in those games it's kind of uncanny I mean, it's usually how you like to do it score first get the early lead but that hasn't necessarily correlated into success this year it hasn't you know it's just you know usually we score and then defense stops them we go score again and we just keep the throttle down where now we just kind of you know we scored they score on a big play you know and then we're just kind of you know you got to quit worrying about those things that happen. You know, it happened. Come back. Let's go score again. It becomes a shootout. It becomes a shootout, but hopefully it doesn't. But we just, for some reason, we just kind of falter just a little bit when those things happen. And then I don't know if we just don't believe or, or if we get nervous or get kind of puckered and we just freeze. But I don't know. we got to find ways to, to get out of that and quit worrying about those things and just worry about ourselves. Yeah, they come back with a 59-yard touchdown pass to Marquise King. That was the first time you've allowed an opponent to score on their opening possession this year. It was the first time I went back and checked since the playoff game in 18 at U-Indy that an opponent has scored against you on their opening possession. You've usually been pretty good. It was kind of a weird, uh, busted play that they got the big play on you. But um, as you said, you've been pretty good about scoring and then getting that stop, but that wasn't the case Saturday. No, it wasn't. We just got to keep continue to work on that. I mean, it's kind of a back-and-forth game in that I mean, the first half was, I mean, it went fast. It went one of the fa- I mean, I thought the Washburn half was fast. But it seemed like this one went even faster. And, uh, you know, we ended up getting, you know, ahead of him, you know, right before the, right before that, before halftime. And uh, we just kind of got flat from there. Yeah, just, just still trying to figure out who these guys are and figure out this team and, and how to get their pulse going and, and just what, what makes this team really tick. And I just don't think we've put that all together yet. Well, it felt like you're going to have a big game. You look at that opening drive you had. Four big chunk, really five, if you consider it a touchdown. It was a 10-yard run, so maybe that's not considered a chunk play, but you had a, a 13-yard conversion on third down on a on a run, and you have a comeback with a 15-yard, I think it was a 16-yard pass, another 16-yard pass, and you get down to the 10 with a 25-yard or a 15-yard run, and then, then you... And you had some different looks, had some two-back sets, some some formations we haven't seen. And then you bring in both quarterbacks and run the option from quarterback to quarterback, something we hadn't seen this year. So you kind of had a lot of different looks that you threw at UCO in that opening drive. Yeah, and that's what you try to do. You know, you try to give them all these different looks just to kind of see how they're going to line to all those looks. And are they going to play man coverage? Are they going to play zone? Are they going to twist? Are they going to, you know, to different formations? And, you know, if we give them a three-by-one set, are they going to roll to, you know, a cover three look? Or but. it you know, those first 10 plays, you know, you try not to get off of them too much just because you want to see exactly how they're going to try to defend everything. And, uh, you know, we got a good idea in that, and we started attacking the things that we thought we should, that would work, and, uh, you know, they just didn't work out for us. Man, a nice touchdown there by Vishon to give you that that early lead. And, and uh, 
you know, you'd move the ball even though you, you didn't score again until your last possession of the half. You, you're able to move the ball, but you got near midfield, and, boy, for whatever reason, things kind of bogged down and just could never get that big third down then to, to keep the drive going and maybe put some more pressure on to get in the scoring range. Yeah, it was. You know, that, that first drive, everything was clicking, you know, moving pretty quick, and then it's just, like, again, I said, it's eight, nine, ten guys playing instead of all 11, and, and, and when that happens, you know, Good things don't happen, so we just got to find a way to get everybody on the same page, making sure they're playing hard every single play, doing their job, doing their assignment. If we will do that, I mean, this team could be really, really good. You were kind of mixing and matching that offensive line a little bit. I know Chris Strotter wasn't available. He had a, a funeral for his grandmother, which is unfortunate, and certainly our sympathies go to them. So you're you're down a starter, and then you have to mix and match. You're dealing with some injuries. It was it was kind of a a mix and match, and just try to find healthy bodies and, and guys who could get the job done on Saturday up front. Yeah, and when you look at it, I mean, Gober's played a lot for us. You know, when you look mm-hmm. at, two, was it 2018, 2009? Yeah. He, played a, he played a lot for us. Um, you know, Tyler never really bought it, but he's he's played some football before. You know, he came from Derby, went to play at, uh, I think it was Abilene Christian Abilene for a little while. Yep. And, uh, you know, he, he's had some playing time and understands the game. It's just not getting on the same page, not doing your job, not doing your assignment, but you always tell your kids you got to prepare like you're the starter. You know, if you don't prepare like you're the starter, then good things usually don't happen. And, um, you know, if you're not competing to start, good things usually don't happen as well. So it's just having that right mindset, preparing yourself and getting ready. And, uh, you know, sometimes those kids just don't, don't do that. And they don't, and their cells aren't, they're not ready. And, you know, good things don't happen. It's funny. Uh, end of the day, it felt like Adrian Soto wasn't as much a part of this game as he's been in the past. But then you look, he ends up having 10 carries. I think he averages about 12 to 13 a game. So pretty close to that. He had 90 yards, and he had four catches again, uh, maybe, or I guess two catches for 29 yards, but still was productive. Uh, just kind of one of those weird games. It didn't feel like it was. And you look at the end of the day, he ran for 90 yards on the after, in the evening. Yeah, he still does the thing. Then we got Keelan Chapman in a little bit more mm-hmm. than we normally do as well because he had a great week of practice. And, uh, you know, we don't want to just keep pounding Soto, pounding Soto, because I mean, eventually he's going to wear out and get tired. And uh, you know, we got to have you got to have two backs. I mean, that's just the way it is these days. The, the stand ages, two backs are huge, and you know, we got to use both of them. And I thought they both did a very good job for us. You mentioned Chad because it felt like in the Washburn game last week he was kind of dancing a little bit, wasn't hitting the hole. And, and even though his stat line it may not wow you, but he did finish with 30 yards on, on eight carries, just under four per carry. just felt like he hit the hole harder and ran the ball better than he had up until that point. He did. You know, he, he ran well. He was downhill. I mean, a couple of third down plays, and he went in there, and he was straight downhill and got the first down. And uh, that's something that we've been talking to him about as well. And, you know, he listened. You know, he, he listened to the coaching. He asked, he's doing what the coaches asked him to do. And, he had a great game for us, and, and, and some of those those third downs are huge, you know, just to kind of keep moving the change. But, no, he, he did what we asked him to do, and he's playing hard, and we got to continue to use him as well. We are right at the bottom of the hour, so let's go ahead real quick, squeeze in 10 seconds for station identification. This is Tiger Talk along the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. We are live at the Golden Q. It's Tiger Talk on this Monday afternoon. Good to have you a part of it here along the Tiger Sports Network. Gerard Welbrock, Fort A. State head coach Chris Brown. Had to be frustrating. We've seen it now in a couple of games. You've had several third and short, third and one situations and just not able to get the first down. (laughs) It's got to drive you crazy. It's frustrating. You know, it's very frustrating. But it always just comes down to one or two guys not getting the job done, whether it's our back not hitting the hole or a guy not getting a block or – you know, just those little things, and and 
a lot of it just to understand the situations, third and short. You know, what a lot of teams do on third and short, they pinch their linemen, you know, bring guys off the edge or whatever it might be, or slanting. You know, you got to be prepared in those situations, and, and, and we weren't. And, you know, our kids missed the block, and, and we got, got stoned. So, uh, again, just young kids, guys got to figure it out. We got to understand what's happening in, in front of us and, and just be prepared. How much freedom does Chance have to, to change the play? It felt like a couple of times you're in some third or even second and short, and they put nine or ten in the box. Does, does he have the ability to, to call out of that and, and option to a different play? How does that all go? Not right now. You know, we just we see things a lot, and then we watch a lot of film, and, you know, it's not that we don't trust him to do those things, but just you know, with what we see offensively as, as coordinators and, and head coaches and, you know, quarterback coaches, all those guys, you know, we, we put a lot of time into seeing what's happening in front of us. It's just us getting the job done in front of us. And football has changed so much because you used to huddle and then you had your play, and then but now you kind of get in a pre-snap mode, see how they line up, and then you'll go to the side, you know, everybody looks, everybody sees that and, and gets the play. So in a sense, I guess that kind of is an audible. You've had something in mind, and then you get a look before you actually snap the ball and change it. Yeah, you do. It's just a call. You know, you give your quarterback and your lineman, and you know, this is what we're trying to do, just to kind of alert them, and, hey, we're going to try to figure out what's happening in front of us, and we're going to make our call off of that. So, like you said, it is it is like the check of a quarterback. We've already kind of just we just kind of built that in, you know, for ourselves. And, uh, you know, we see what's happening, and we call what we feel is the best play. Tiger Talk is brought to you today by the Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. You can check them out at goldenbeltbank.com. We're going to take another break. We'll be back with more Tiger Talk live from the Golden Q here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the queue. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. October is National Cooperative Month. Midwest Energy is a customer-owned cooperative, meaning everyone who takes service is a part owner. You vote to choose your board of directors, and you share in the economic success of the co-op. Like all co-ops, Midwest Energy promotes development in our communities through employee involvement, by supporting schools and the Midwest Community Fund. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at adamsbrowncpa.com. 
7-7 tie, early second quarter. Fuller sets up a screen pass. He's got Soto at the 10 to the 15, breaks a tackle, 20. He's got a first down as he carries the defender out across to the 26. That was Jonathan Mosley, but a nice little swing pass to Adrian Soto, who's so good in open space, and a first down for Fort Hayes State on a gain of 15 yards. Yeah, that was a, a big play early on in the ball game. And, and Adrian is so good in open space. It's really fun to say. I think it makes him boy, such a good receiver. He has got those great hands. But if you can get him in space, and, and he's a good between-the-tackles runner. He's proven that. He showed that again Saturday night. But, man, you get him in space, he could be as good as anybody in the conference and certainly the country. He is. I mean, he's, he's got great speed. He's got great vision. Um, can make people miss. Um, you know, through, through people yeah. as well, you know, which, which is the all-around bag. But, yeah, he just, he just needs a little bit of a hole. And, you know, when he sees it, he's going to be gone. And he just needs a little space to get things done. And he can make a lot of things happen for us. I mean, that kid is a weapon, and we've got to continue using him. Well, it's been fun to watch him develop and just a sophomore for the Tigers. Tiger Talk is brought to you by Adams Brown, where they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. Got a nice scoring drive, scored right before halftime to grab the lead and felt maybe that would get you over the hump, get that that momentum. Uh, but, boy, just offensively could not generate anything in the second half. I, I haven't had a chance to go back and look. I don't remember the last time that you were shut out in a half. It's been a, been a long, long time. Yeah, it's been a while. I just, you know, you just try to figure out everything and see everything in front of you. And, like I said, it just goes back to, you know, making sure all 11 guys are playing and doing their job and, and doing their assignment every single play. And we just... You know, we're not getting that right now. And when we finally get that, I mean, this team, it, it can explode. I mean, you saw it the fourth quarter of Carney. Everybody was on the same page doing the same things. And, and we still got to play better as a team, you know, offensively, defensively, special teams, you know, helping each other out and, and, and get closer and love one another and, and play for one another. And I just don't know if we're quite there yet. John Johnson, uh, second consecutive start at that linebacker spot after the injury to Lake Heiberman. Um, I think got 12 tackles. He's had double-figure tackles. I know, and I know your offense or your defense is kind of geared for the linebackers the way you do with the front line and everything, and they're going to get make a lot of plays. But, boy, he is really, for a young kid, just seized the opportunity. Felt like he had his nose around the ball quite a bit. For a guy who played safety in high school, he's had to kind of learn this linebacker spot kind of on the fly this year. On the fly. And, you know, he, he got a little bit of it last fall and last spring, but, but not a lot. Not enough to really get him comfortable with what we're doing, but – Every week he's getting better, and, uh, you know, he just needs to continue to grow and learn our defense and become more comfortable back there. But you can see that him and men just both, I mean, in the, in the future, they're going to be really good linebackers for us. Look like Jordan Starks ran better. Like maybe he's finally healthier than he's been. I know he's been battling that, that foot really since the Missouri Southern game, Western game, but it just felt like he, he was flying around the ball a little bit more. Seems to be maybe as healthy as he's been in quite a while. Yeah, it is. He's, he is. It's just getting comfortable with it, you know I mean? All these little different injuries as a football player that, you know, just kind of keep nagging along as you go along. But he is he's feeling a lot better, you know, week in and week out. And, uh, you know, he's he has to continue playing well for us. And he's a great leader there in that second in the in the back end. And, uh, you know, he's, he is athletic and he can make some plays. They were the way they run up with the two quarterbacks. It always is kind of one of those situations. You know, the Brown tended to run more. Calhoun tended to pass more. And it's usually the opposite that maybe hurts you. Did you feel you did a good job of maybe depending, uh, defending the pass with Brown and the run with Keats Calhoun? I know he was able to break off a couple of runs against you. I thought we did a decent job. I still feel like we missed too many tackles still. Mm -hmm. and, and, and still guys not staying where they were supposed to stay and being in the right spot, you know, a couple of times. And, uh, you know, I just feel like we still gave up too many big plays. You know, if we just quit eliminate, we just eliminate those. I mean, it's we win that ball game as well, but we still got to score offensively. 
but you know, I just we're young, you know, and we're just trying to get everything figured out, and and they're they're starting to, and uh, you know, maybe we need to simplify some things for them and, and not have so much in the package for them as well, just because they are so young, and just letting them play a little bit, you know, instead of just thinking and then trying not to make a mistake, just give them a couple calls, let's let them play football, let them get comfortable with what we're doing, and fly around. Turnovers is such a key part of this game, and we kind of touched on it earlier in the ball game with the physical play, but. You've always been really good at generating turnovers. I mean, you look at the Chiefs right now, some of their troubles, I think. They just they haven't created turnovers like they have. Such a big – and it could swing a game. You just have not been able to, to do that. And then, obviously, Soto had the big fumble, and that kind of was a game-turner because you may be going in there to score, retake the lead, and just could never really recover after that. But an area you've thrived on just hasn't quite been there yet. Yeah, no, everything that we've always built, you know, this program on, physicality, creating turnovers – you know, explosive plays offensively, you know, just we don't have any of that right now. And uh, hopefully we can find it somewhere um, this year and it have to wait till next year. But I just feel like, you know, we, we've got to start putting those things together and just and maybe we just need to simplify some things for, for all of our kids and just make sure that they know exactly what they're doing so they play fast and then they play physical and, and, and make things happen. So we'll see, you know, but it's just only time tells, right? Exactly. And we'll get another shot this Saturday. Try to put it all together at Missouri, Central Missouri. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Taco Shop. You can dine in, carry out, or get fast delivery. 625-7114. Or use their handy Taco Shop app. It's the Taco Shop. You've never had it so good. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll get to some of your questions that we got in over this week from for head coach Chris Brown. We're live at the Golden Q. It's Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Vision. Value. Integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders. Vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Next Tech Business Technology Solutions are designed to drive client success. We define solutions to fit your business in physical and cybersecurity, managed IT, M365, and cloud phone. So call us up for a free network assessment or a dark web scan. Let's get started. Sign a qualifying deal and choose Apple AirPods Pro or an Apple Watch SE. Next Tech, celebrating 70 years, a legacy of connectivity. Our clients know Brungard Hauer CPAs in Hayes and Garden City, but do you know Brungard Hauer? What you really should remember is that we have over 60 years experience built by establishing lasting relationships with our clients. So when you're looking for help with financial statements, dealing with the IRS, filing annual tax returns, require an annual audit, or just need business advice, contact us. With Brungard Hauer in your corner, you're not the only one looking for an opportunity to increase your bottom line. We are too. Brungard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. 
Bashan Waiters, the quarterback. He rolls, he throws, he's got Bucky. Bucky to the 45, he's at the 50, and down to the UCO 47-yard line. Malik Gray, the tackle, and may have just saved a touchdown. That's a 22-yard pass completion from the backup Bashan Waiters to tight end Hunter Butke, and it's a first down for the Tigers. Yeah, one of Butke's, I think, three catches on uh, Saturday. The only completion, the only attempt of the night for Bashan Waiters. We've talked about him before being a good uh, pass thrower as well as other things for this Fort Hay State football team. Hey, Tiger Talk is brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. Had some questions in this week. Again, you can do it anytime you want. Go to FHSUathletics.com. Go to Fan Zone. Drop down menu. You'll see at the bottom Tiger Talk. Submit a question. If we use it, you'll be in the drawing for a uh, gift card from uh, the Golden Q. One of them was about Chris Strotter. We just talked about that earlier. He had a funeral to go to. That's why he was not on the team. Hopefully back uh, this week, I'd assume. Yeah, he's supposed to be back uh, yesterday, so we'll see if he's at the team meeting tonight. And, uh, you know, sad for him. You know, he's, he's really close with his grandmother, and uh, unfortunately she passed away. But great kid. He'll be back, and he'll be ready to roll. Well, hopefully that gets a little more stabil- stability to that offensive line a little bit. All right. I, I thought it was an interesting question. About mentors, your coaching mentors, who's influenced your, your coaching and, and maybe you've modeled your program after? And there's, there's a few, you know, of course, my high school coach, Gary Cornelson, you know, my senior year was a big mentor for me. Before him was Alan Haskell, you know, before Coach Cornelson took in. And, you know, he really took me in as well. So th- those two and then, you know, going to uh, to, to Pitt and playing, you know, Coach Burles, was always he was always in my corner. You know, he pushed me to the, to the max. Um Maybe the best player I could possibly be and, and had me ready week in and week out. And then, of course, Craig Schurig at Washburn. You know, just I learned a lot from him with being him there for nine years, you know, coaching and kind of seeing how he does things and how he treats the players. But all those guys are probably – I kind of combined all their coaching styles and, and, and made my own and then a little bit of myself as well. And uh, that's kind of who, how I kind of put this all together. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but <laughs> – Right now, it didn't feel right. <laughs> years past, in, in the years past, it felt really good. So well, maybe I need to change some things here. Now. Uh, the, you, 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 we'll, we'll get back to it feeling good. And I'm sure, like anything else, it's at different times in your life. One, you're a high school player. Two, you're a collegiate player. Three, you're a young coach. And then now you're, you know, more. But all of those kind of hit you at different points in your life. So the impact is different. And, and what you take from them, I'm sure, is a little bit different as well. Yeah, it is. You know, the you know, coaching high school ball is a little bit different. Being being coached by, you know, Coach Cornelson, and then going back and coaching with him, you saw two different sides, <laughs> right? You know, of everything. Where Coach Burles, it was just, you know, just as a player, never GA'd there, nothing like that. But then, you know, Shurig was there at that time, and I saw him coach, and then I actually got to coach with him at Washburn. So, you know, probably, you know, it, it, things always change all the time, even with the kids these days, the way they change. And it's just, you know, the one I probably keep most in touch with is 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 Shurig. You know, we, we try, we probably talk. You know, once a week, maybe it's every, once every two weeks. But I know we we talk quite a bit about things and how things are going. And, you know, even Rich Wright and I talk quite mm-hmm. a bit, too. So, and just kind of bounce ideas off each other. When did you know you wanted to be a college coach or just a coach? You know, I didn't really – it's crazy because I've always had great coaches. But I never really thought – I mean, I didn't know if I was even going to go to college or not. I didn't even know there was anything such as D2 football. You know, I didn't. And then, you know, Pittsburgh started recruiting me. And, you know, Washburn University recruited me as well. And – uh that's kind of then. Even then, at that point, I didn't know. You know, my dad was a truck driver, and my mom was a stay-at-home mom. And then I was like, "That's kind of what I was going to drive a truck or something like that." You know. And then I just finally, 
finally got into it and, and started going through school and said, you know, this is something I want to do because I love football so much. I want to stay involved with it. And uh, I thought it would be a great opportunity for me. And, you know, great things have happened for me, you know, going through football as well. So that's kind of when about probably my second year of college is when I kind of really thought, because I thought about business, uh, <laughs> stats and all that stuff, economics. It wasn't for me. And I was like, oh, I'll be a dentist. And you start taking all these biology classes. And no, no, thank you. And I was looking at the dollar signs. More than anything else, when I was yeah. thinking about those, and then you took those classes, I was like, ah, I need to coach, and then that's what I need to do. <laughs> well, we're glad you got into the coaching field, and I'm kind of glad you're not a dentist. I don't know. I just, it's, that no. <laughs> so we're glad you're coaching. And kind of a follow-up on that, and you kind of touched on with Coach Shurik. I mean, how often do you consult? And, and when you're going through a rough patch, every, every program, I don't care who you are, I mean, Northwest has gone through it. Pitt State has gone through it. You're kind of going through it now compared to what? you've been the last four or five years you have those stretches how much do you you consult with some of those guys who've uh, kind of led you along the way um quite often you know especially with coach sure you know they're at washburn and he, he's probably the main one um and and the coaches on my staff as well you know those, those guys are you know i appreciate everything that they do and then and all the insight that they have on everything that we do as well and you know they think about things different than i do and uh, it's good to get their ideas and their thoughts as well and uh so I use sure quite a bit. I only, you know, Rich Wright too, and you know, there's others. I mean, Higgins. You know, I, and I talk to Higgins as well, and you know, I still stay in touch with Partridge. You know, which is crazy. You know, him being at Mo West, and he was actually coaching at Mo West when I was playing at Pitt. So I mean, <laughs> some of those guys, and even Jerry Kill. Sometimes I'll reach out to him. You know, he's down at TCU now, just to kind of see what their thoughts are and, and what we need to do differently and just get different ideas. It is, uh, it's a small world, but yet it's a big world, certainly in those situations. I thought this was an interesting one about sports movies, which can be very motivating and inspirational. Do you have a favorite? Do you, do you maybe have a movie night with your team to try to get them back on track? But favorite sports movie? Right, I read that while you were here, so I cheated okay. because I really couldn't remember any I don't know, just my brain's gone, I guess. But we well, had a few concussions in college. Yeah, a few. Probably still living in one right now. <laughs> but, you know, I always like to watch the Friday Night Lights. I always did like that. Um, when I first got the job here, my family stayed in, in Topeka at the time, and so we'd kind of, back then it wasn't Zoom. It was, I think it was Skype. Right, what right. It was. Yes. So we'd Skype and watch Friday Night Lights together, you know, every once a week. And, and so that one. And then, you know, I always liked Rudy. Rudy's always been a big one, you know, um, to watch. Um, Facing the Giants was, was a good one as well. Right. Uh, and then probably my all-time favorite, I can't even remember, it was with the little kids. Oh. When they had that little film, there was the Cowboys. Little Giants. The Little Giants. The little giants. Yes, that yes. was, thanks, Jordan. The Little Giants, That's I loved that one. I don't know why, but that one just always kind of cracked me up, made me laugh, and had a good time. <laughs> but those are those are probably the ones, you know, Rudy and, you know, Friday Night Lights. And, and I mean, there's a bunch of them right. out there, you know, Facing the Giants is a big one, too. It's a good Christian one as well, so. Well, when they're done well, sports movies are incredible. When they're not, they can be pretty bad. But, uh, yeah. And see, you before you went on, before you, you saw the question, and you said, I don't think I've even seen any. And then you saw the list and realized, yeah, yeah see, yeah. A lot, watched a lot of them, more than you remembered. Yep. Also pretty good ones. So, yeah, we appreciate the questions. Keep them coming in. Um, again, uh, if we use it, you'll be in the drawing for a, a gift certificate from the Golden Q, which they'll notify you by email. It's kind of an eek certificate, if you will, that you can use for food next time you're in at the Golden Q. And, again, all you have to do is go to FHSUathletics.com. Click on Fan Zone to get the drop-down menu, and right there, you'll go. You can get the question. A lot of people obviously taking advantage of that, and we appreciate the questions. Always kind of fun to, to get some other other thoughts and some other uh, questions for the coach. Tiger Talk is brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. 
expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, they are the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. We're going to take our final break. We'll come back and preview the Mules of Central Missouri. That's who the Tigers will face this Saturday afternoon in Warrensburg. And we'll do that right after this break along the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the queue. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Save and get your car winter ready at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil, 5-Quart Jug, $11.99. Napa Vehicle Specific Antifreeze and Coolant, $14.99 each. Save up to $10 on Napa Night Vision Premium Headlights. Seafoam Products, your choice, $7.99, and Shop Towels, $3.99. Find savings storewide at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Stop looking for a job and start a career with BTI Equipment as an equipment service technician. BTI Equipment is one of the most progressive John Deere dealerships in the country and invests in technology, education, and resources for our employees. With industry-leading wages, uncapped bonus potential, paid training, company-matching 401k plan, and more, there's never been a better time to join the BTI family. Call on BTI. For career opportunities, visit btiequip.com. Wouldn't it be great if you could sit down with the family, have all of the cooking, cleaning, and dishes done? Well, that's why you go to the taco shop. They'll do it all for you. October specials include chicken bacon ranch quesadilla for $4.79, beef nacho supreme $6.39, and pork soft taco is $2.19. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order or have them deliver. Come on down to the taco shop. Three receivers right, two to the left, empty backfield for Fuller. Slaps the hands, takes the shotgun snap, steps up in the pocket, looking to the end zone, fires it deep. It's caught! Hunter Butkey, touchdown! Fort Hayes State! And the Tigers have the lead with four seconds to go until halftime. Yeah, that was the Tigers' second touchdown. Unfortunately, their last touchdown gave them a 14-10 halftime lead Saturday in Lewis Field against Central Oklahoma. This Saturday, they'll be in Warrensburg taking on the Mules of Central Missouri. And um, they're a team that has kind of, you know, kind of in a position they haven't been for a while. They've been 2-5 and five since 1996. They were a playoff team a year ago, or two years ago, the last full season in, in 19. And, and obviously, they got off to the slow 0-3 start. It's been a, been a struggle for them. So, in a way, really two desperate teams just trying to find some way to get on track this Saturday, which could make for an intriguing game. It could. You know, they're a good football team. You know, you watch them across the board. They changed quarterbacks, you know, a, a few weeks ago. I think it was against North, nah, maybe Northwest. They changed, or maybe it's after that. But he's he, he's a good football player as well. they got pretty good backs. they got good receivers. I mean, they do a lot, of, you know, do a lot offensively with motions and shifts and, and all these different things that kind of confuse the defense a little bit. And then, you know, defensively, they're going to give us a bunch of looks as well. It's... 
I play nickel package, a, a straight, you know, four down lineman package, and then you know, who knows what's next, you know? And they, sometimes they bring pressure, sometimes they don't. They play some cover one, some cover four. I mean, just a lot of different things that they're going to throw in front of you. So, uh, you know, we just got to prepare and watch a lot of film and get our kids ready. Yeah, look at Tweehouse. Was at Washburn and transferred. He's now one of the two quarterbacks that they have used and has been starting as of late. His brother was on that on that team. But uh, uh, he, he was at another school. Washburn quarterback ends up at Central Missouri. I won't I won't get yep. into detail. <laughs> I think this is probably a little bit more on the up and up than that situation. But but it's interesting. You're not you're never quite sure who to prepare for. You've seen a lot of that this year. It's kind of kind of been weird in that regard. Yeah, you have. You still had two different quarterbacks. Now they have two different quarterbacks, and uh, you just you just you just never know. You know, on, on any given day or any, any game, who who's going to be in that game and. You know, things change a lot, you know, as the season goes on, too, with injuries and things like that, and then who's playing their best. And uh, so, heck, who knows? I mean, I know they're going to be a good football team. I know they're going to be ready. I know they're hungry for a win, and and so are we. So, we'll, you know, I think last time we were there, they, they got us, you know, uh, on a few last-second things, that, like, you know, fake punt and big plays down the sideline. You could argue cost you the playoffs you know, in 19. A lot of things. So, you know, we just got to go ready, be prepared, um, be locked in, focused, um, not let this past, you know, wear on us. You know, we got to keep moving forward and getting ourselves better. Seems like their problems maybe have been more on the defensive end. They've given up some big numbers this year. Hopefully something you can exploit and continue. I hope so. You know, we just got to find out and find those holes and find those spots and get everybody on the same page and, and know exactly what we're trying to do and, who, and where we're trying to attack. And, uh, you know, I thought we've done pretty well with that, but some of these teams will always throw something a little bit different at you. You know, maybe they're not much of a blitzing team, but now they're going to bring all kinds of pressure. So we'll see what happens on Saturday. We just got to adjust and, and be ready. All right. Sounds good, Coach. We appreciate it. Hang in there. I know you're doing. Pushing all the buttons you can, and you'll get this thing figured out this year and finish the season strong. Yes, sir. Thanks, Gerard. There you go. Head Coach Chris Brown again. Tigers in Warrensburg taking on Central Missouri. That's a 1.30 kick Saturday afternoon. We'll be on the air at 12.30 with the Auto World pregame show on Tiger Radio Mix 103. Tiger Talk is brought to you by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, The Taco Shop, BTI, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, GNL Tire and Automotive, and, of course, we're live every Monday, 12.15 until 1 at the Golden Q. They're two blocks east of campus. The Golden Q, if the game's on, they're open. Of course, you can always catch the video replay of Tiger Talk on Hayes Post. Appreciate Jordan for video of that. For the coach, Chris Brown, Gerard Welbrock, so long, everyone.